In a world where people need 80s and 90s movie reviews, two regular Geordies combine forces to bring you the Brother to Brother 80s and 90s movie review podcast. Check them out on Twitter, YouTube, and all decent podcast vendors. In the whole week you'll be here. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Just something. So anyway, you're an intelligent man. Thank you. Make a good living? Not bad. Get a good life. Pretty good. Answer me one question. Sure. Why the hell would you want to come up to a plant-infested no-man's land like this and live like a barbarian for a week? Ah, you wouldn't understand. Try me. I, I have great memories of this country when I was a kid, you know, and I used to come up here with my dad, and, and I want the boys to have the same memories. I would look around you, Roman. For God's sakes, this is this is this is beautiful country here. Take a good look. I'll tell you what I see when I look out there. If you want to know. Hey, yeah, I'm curious. I see the underdeveloped resources of northern Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan. I see a syndicated development consortium exploiting over a billion and a half dollars in forest products. I see a paper mill, and if the strategic metals are there, a mining operation. A greenbelt between the condos on the lake and a waste management facility, focusing on the newest rage in toxic waste, medical refuse. Infected bandages, body parts, IV tubing, contaminated glassware, entrails, syringes, fluid, blood, low-grade radioactive waste, all safely contained, sunken in the lake, and sealed for centuries. Now, I ask you, what do you see? I, I just see, uh, see trees. Well, no one ever accused you of having the grand vision. Nope. Maybe it's all for the best. While the ambitious scramble for wealth and power, the Chet Ripley's of the world are just able to lay back and casually stroll along life's path. I mean that as a compliment. Oh, thanks. The rest of us are all probably gonna die of heart attacks and strokes long before you. <laughs> I hope so. Wouldn't that be great? Hello, welcome back to Brother Brother, your sanctuary for your 80s and 90s movie reviews with myself, Carl, and Nikki. Nikki, what is in the VCR today, mate? Today, Carl, in the VCR is The Great Outdoors, 1988. 1988? 1988, aye. Anyone year after I was born. Oh, Christ. <laughs> anyone that doesn't know, The Great Outdoors is obviously like a comedy film. Aye, great film. Did you, did you say it was produced by John Hughes? Uh, written written by John Hughes. John Hughes, who's obviously done like Home Alone. Uh, all sorts. Prince James on Wheels. And I've spoken about him many a time. I think John Candy, like working with him, he must have done. I think I think everyone must. Uh, everyone must have like he seems like like the films he does are, like always like feel good, happy movies. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I would much rather do a film like that, make f- people feel like <laughs> happy and shit. That feel good factor, especially in these lockdown times. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, obviously. I thought John Candy in the 88 was thinking about people in lockdown, but do you know what I mean? Always... <laughs> he was ahead of his time, he must have knew. <laughs> There's always people going through struggles is 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 the like overall point, I suppose, isn't there? So Yeah. So the Great Outdoors is like uh, unreal comedy parent of Dan Aykroyd and John Candy. They did a few they did a few flicks together, didn't they? Did they? I think so. I'm sure I read they did a few films together, but this <laughs> is the... what you just hide that out there. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did a few films together. But this is like, I was reading a thing, and this was like the first film where they both shared like top billing. Because on some, how it was Carl now? I should have done a bit more research, really. But this is this is how we roll. But uh, I other films. I was going to call you Dragnet out there, but, not, uh, but I'm sure that's um, Atroyd and Tom Hanks. Aye. 
Well, other films, it was like Atroyd was the top guy and John Candy was supporting and maybe vice versa or whatever. But oh, this maybe, one... maybe right, if you've read it, like... This one, the both... Was it 1941? That's ringing a bell, 1941. I should have really fucking read more about it. Really. 1941? Aye. That was the name of the film, not the year. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. I thought that when I read it, I thought, yeah, how, how old are they? Hilarious. But anyway, back, back to the... So it, it's basically, it is, like we said, it's a feel-good film. It's basically about a guy taking his family on holiday. Very similar to, like... Very similar for me, the character that um, Chevy Chase plays in National Lampoons. Aye. You know how he just wants that experience with his kids? Aye, 100%. Aye, aye, it's a nice little... I like the start of uh, the Christmas vacation where he's taking to get the tree and n- none of them are really arsed, but he's like, no, no, we're doing this as a family. Aye, you're right, to be fair, like, yeah, that is a good comparison. The wife's yeah. kind, of, kind of up for it just to kind of support the husband and that, and aye, it's a good comparison. To be fair, the holiday they're going on, like, looks unreal, like, it's, it's in this, like, little cabin in it in the woods. Aye, it is. Lake, what's that lake? What's a lake called? Oh, I've seen this earlier as well. <laughs> Pounder, pounder, pine, chino, wow, something. Wow, something. Pine something. Pine log cabins or something. But it, what was it was called? Perky pine, perky pine log cabins. Nah. Something. It's 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 like a really hard word to say. Pine wagle wow, something. And I've said perky. I said perky pine log cabins. We'll come back with it. Yeah. Aye. Actually, mate, just quickly before we get into this, we did a Twitter poll in my last podcast. Um to say what people, what film people thought was better, Predator or Die Hard, and um, it was mixed mixed feelings because it came back 50-50, but um, not many people voted for it, like like the first one we did, we had like nearly 100 people going for it, but this one I think people must have been sat on the fence and didn't want to yeah. cast a vote. I was so going to say, like, a lot of people do love Die Hard and a lot of people love Predator, you know? Aye. It's a great. I will we'll have to do Die Hard. Like, I will. I, I was watching it yesterday on that um, thing on Netflix, the films that made us. Yeah. Um, and like it was like the horn to watch it. I didn't speaking think... of ho- speaking of horns, you just led me away. <laughs> I back the film. Aye. <laughs> uh, so opening scene, it's obviously like John Candy in the car with his like family like singing that yaggedy yak don't talk back. Don't talk back. Aye. Similar to the one Harney sang in Twins. Um, oh, nice. oh yeah, it's the same one there. But I they arrive at the the place because like John Candy's main character, he's called Chet, isn't he? Aye. What what's that line when he he's, he wants to check in but no one's there? Aye, there's a uh, there's a little sign on the there's a little sign on the wall with a horn underneath it, and it says for prompt service, blow me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I seen that. I absolutely erupted laughing. It was like, funny enough that the bear, the bear was like, "What's funny?" <laughs> you think, aye. I love films like that. You can watch with your kids, but there's adult humour. Aye. Like a that's, that's what that's what was 100% what that was. So funny. Aye. I I had a good laugh at that bit. Like prompt service, blow me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he proper like he proper blows that one, didn't he? Aye, but it's pathetic, isn't it? Gives it a proper abuse. Where it gets the attention of the people and that dog. That dog looked a bit rough, didn't it? Like a dog started barking at them. I did, but you can see that um, Candy's like a wholesome guy because, like, they all when they get just quickly when they get in the car park and they all open the doors, all the doors are hitting trees, and like 
any normal dad would be like, me fucking does. Do you know what I mean? Like, but he was just like, oh, trees in the car park. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, he's like the wholesome, bloke this way for some good family times. It's funny though because like, that dog he jumps up onto the, onto the counter and starts barking at them. And like the owner, the old guy's like, he's a right man and kind of thing. Aye, he just doesn't like people. That just reminds me of like like my job like as a postman. Like, like you're getting someone's gate and that, like the dog, he's all right, man. He's, you know, on my chest. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Throat. Aye, he's got like one eye and that. And, like, he's, such a, he's such a cutie and that. I'm like, what? Class. So anyway, about the flick, that's when it obviously it um, shows you them checking in, but then obviously it shows you the fact that Dan Aykroyd's on his way up. Aye, the, the tune changes, didn't it? Aye. It's like a theme throughout the film that like it's if like certain characters have got like a certain. That's right. Good tune. Well picked up on the. Like Aye. when the when the we'll go into that later on, but it, he, like his son. What did you see? Son was called. Is it? Is it Book Ripley, like book, like every time he has a certain scenes with like a last, like <laughs> it is like the music totally changes like, every time. It's like what is it? It's like he's little tunes. Yeah, it's like they try to that whole bit of romance into it. Literally crazy, but um, like like you said, um, Ackroyd's character, Roman, Uncle Roman, Uncle Roman, I. He's like um, Chet's Bravanloni, a candy's Bravanloni. I is from hell. But uh, it, <laughs> his opening scene, Atroyd. Atroyd in this, by the way, as you've said a thousand times, Roman is superb. Yes. Like it's an unreal role from Atroyd, I think. Superb. And like it's one of his first lines. Can you remember one of his first lines? No. Because <laughs> obviously they go to surprise um, John Candy and his family and that, isn't it? and then Atroyd goes, Chet's got to shit a solid gold brick. Oh man, because he, he turns up with a cabin unannounced, didn't he? And he Aye. catches like um, he's excited to give him a surprise, did he? Having a bit of time with his last. Oh, that I oh, that's that I that's a bit after that line, like, but I that was class as well. Really? That's what he he walked in because John Candy's trying to have a bit, like you say, a bit of time with his last, and then that way he walks in, get all on camera. There's and that's what he camera. I, he does like he throat, he laughed, didn't he? Ah, <laughs> 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 we just smug look. Aye, <laughs> class man. Yeah, he, he, it is. It isn't it like an amazing role for by Dan Aykroyd. He plays it so well. So Aye, well. There's certain certain like roles that like people just fit into, and he's just unreal in that. Similar to his one in trading places, he plays that class as well. Oh, he does. Me hustling you. Hustling you. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, brilliant. We'll do, we'll do ah, that but, one at Christmas. Aye. I'm not going to places, like, 100%. What happens? What, what, where does it go from there, then? Is it not like, um... With a sitting out, sitting out, like, on the on the deck, looking out with the nice greenery and the water? And, uh, Atroyd goes, can I ask you one thing? Oh, that's it. He goes, um, so, you make a good living? And all that, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, you're, 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 a, you're a pretty intelligent guy. And he goes, Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was wet me sat at that. He like goes. So he goes. Thanks. So why the hell would you want to come up and live like a barbarian for a week? <laughs> <laughs> He's brilliant, man. Isn't he? he says, uh, 
He's like, ah, oh, you wouldn't understand. He was trying. <laughs> Class. That's when he. That's when he does his his bit big like spiel about what do you see when you look out there, and then Aykroyd goes in that massive rant, didn't he? It's hilarious about conglomerates and all that shit. Ah, uh, like a massive, and he goes, "I ask you, what do you see?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the, the, the camera it, just like goes to like trees and water. I, uh, it's crazy actually because that scene, Aykroyd says like, he's gonna, I'm gonna outlive everybody because they're all gonna die with heart attacks and all that kind of shit, did he? And then obviously, like, a few years later, unfortunately, fucking John Candy dies of a fucking heart attack. Well, no, that's what he sees because like when Candy like looks up and sees, oh, that's these trees and water. Ah, well, no one accuse you of having a grand vision. <laughs> I fucking class that. And he goes, and I mean that as a compliment. The rest <laughs> of us are going to die of heart attacks and strokes. Aye. <laughs> and then fucking Candy did. Fucking poor oh, bastard. Harry, Harry, you would get it. You fucking die of heart attack. Jesus. <laughs> he, he died on the set of a, of a film, you know, like Wagons East, it was called. Aye. We'll have to do that. Shot in a, Mexico. We'll have to do that as a tribute to, to Jonathan. Aye. <laughs> Jonathan Candy. But, um, I thought he laughed brilliant that he does. Then obviously they haven't bait on the in a, at a barbecue. Oh, I, I, what 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 do you do? You think that bait looks nice on the barbecue or not? I'm a bit torn. I don't because it's lobster. Oh, is it lobster it looks like lobster with cheese on. Ah, it's it's lobster. I'm not really a lobster fan, but John Candy just wanted hot dogs, didn't he? Aye. And then and then the that's, series, what, that's, you know, that's like what the I'm shot, doing. like the shot is like took from back and it shows you like. That barbecue looks mint, like you know, like, like the, the surrounding and that. I, I, a hundred percent. That with a couple of beers and like, like a fucking a baron, unreal, yes, unreal. But um, lobster on a barbecue, not for me. Like throwing up a shrimp on a barbie. Um, well, Steve Ackroyd like puts a piece in the um, Chet's mouth, like Candy's mouth. Ah, it's red hot. And and I, he tries to get a drink of water off his off his wife, but it's vodka. <laughs> it just shows she's drinking vodka, like to deal with their presence. Class. You know what I mean? That, that, that's because that, Candy was on the back he just wanted hot dogs, was it? And that's when um, Atwood says that line, you know what hot dogs are made out of? Lips and assholes. Uh, <laughs> lips and assholes. Uh, that's when he Class. kisses uh, Chet's wife's lips, didn't he? Uh, but I, like, like you're saying there, obviously it's, it's clear, especially with her drinking that vodka, that um, Atwood's character as well, his family basically like ruining... Candy's idea of, of a family holiday. Yeah. I mean, it's clear there's tension building between them. Uh, and obviously, like, Atroy, like, Roman, brother in from hell, like, he's got these two twin daughters as well, hasn't he? Oh, aye. Aye, Moran. Call again, Moran, Cora. Aye, two little redhead girls. Two little, aye, two little ginger twins who keep getting into trouble as the film goes on. Class. Where does it go from there? Is it that when the, to the higher board from there? Because no, 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 from the, the from, do activities, aren't they? No, no, from there they 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 telling ghost stories, aren't they? And John ah. Candy tells tells the the, the infamous bald headed bear story. Bald headed bear story. Aye, because that's that's when it's hilarious. Because obviously Candy tells the story, gives them all a fright. Atroyd like shits himself and goes, "I'm twenty five pounds overweight. I don't need a pound of the ticker like that." Class. <laughs> Tell me about how they're all sitting chilling, and Atroy like remind, uh, sorry, Candy like proper reminds us of a proper da. Like he's just just walking around the room quietly, like switching lights off, getting ready to deliver his masterpiece of a ghost story. Aye, class man, brilliant. And 
from there, that's where it goes to the... Well, actually, it's funny because when they all go to bed, the kids are all shitting themselves because of the fucking bear story. Oh. And then Atroyd goes upstairs to, like, comfort his daughters, did he? And he, like, he tells them... Tells them the worst story. He, he tells them, like, a worse story. Well, when I was a kid, I got told a story. Scares them even more and says, so that bear story is nothing compared to that. And then turns the light that, off. The story, little snippet, is about, like, psychiatric patients that escaped <laughs> and, and had, like, yeah, um, <laughs> The fucking bears are sitting there just, like, fucking shitting themselves. But I don't so, want you to dream about that. Dream about... <laughs> Fluffy thing. <laughs> uh, fucking class. That's when it goes to the um, renting the boat and that. Suck my wake. Uh, they're sitting having like a bit beat and that. And Roman's just obviously always just rubbing up candy the wrong way, isn't he? Like, obviously, he's, check. he's trying to like constantly get one. It always feels like he's trying to get one up on him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, which would annoy uh, you. Like, if, if you took your family for a holiday. And like your brother-in-law turned up, and he kept trying. Like, if you want to buy hot dogs, he buys lobster. You want to go out on a, on a sailboat or rowboat, and then he get he gets a speedboat. You would feel like irritated. Do you know what I mean the uh, fact that he's there would irritate you? But the fact that he's trying to one up you. Uh, he gets his sons to like want to get a, a harpoon boat. Is that right? Oh, I don't know. What this is like a speedboat thing. I don't know. What, I don't know what it is. I think it's called a harpoon boat. And well, Candy wants to get the slower boat, didn't he? Uh, he wants like a proper like rowboat where you work together to kind of get the boat through the through the river or whatever. Uh, the bonding with his bands and that. Aye, uh, where if you're in a speedboat, you're just flying about like you can't really hear each other's conversation. And I assume I've never been on one. To be fair, it might not be that loud, but but that's when John Candy tries to make the most of it, doesn't he? And tries to at least teach his son how to jet. Is it not not jet ski? It's like water ski. Is it water ski? Aye, uh, water ski. I'd say. Aye, uh, and he keeps saying to him as well, "If you're ever in trouble, just let go." Let loose. I kept as we keep saying, if you're in trouble, just let loose. Aye. But in the meantime, like Romans like with the with the rest of the family in the boat, like waiting for this the hand signal, aren't they? Aye. And then obviously as John Candy's showing the the kid the crack, Ackroy thinks he's ready to go, so takes John Candy out on the water. And John Candy doesn't do what he kept telling the son to do, let go. He just Aye. keeps a hand. Like keeps a keeps a hold of it for as long as he can and then obviously hilarity ensues. Brilliant scene again. Uh, I had some good stunt double work in that scene. Oh, aye, 100%. 100%. But um, that's when Buck decides to go to the pool hall with his younger brother. And that's obviously when he has his um, meat cute with that tart. I mean, last. Oh, nice little man. Aye. Um, so that, was, that, that, that may be the first time we'll hear the music. No flies in him, though, just like. It's a different time, though, when it made, do you know what I mean? Like, the 80s. Like, you just like. Naffs off, like you would. You wouldn't let your kids do that nowadays. Just naff off when you don't know where you are or what uh, the surrounding area is like. Oh, I'd just go play this the, the pool hall. Just want to explore the town itself. Aye, hundred percent. How does he know? Um, that's a bit later on the film, like, but he knows where that last works, and she never told him. He just turns up that work. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's when she was like, "You don't know how local I am," and all that, and. The local diner. You know what I mean? Aye, but obviously once he goes to see that lass, uh, Candy takes his younger son to go, like, drive to that point where they're watching the bears that says, don't feed the bears. Aye. <laughs> obviously Candy feeds the bears and then the fucking climb on his car and then he has to drive away with two bears in his car. 
It's, uh, it's a good scene here. I'm not a fan of them old-fashioned cars at the, like, the American driveway. Station wagons. What are they called? So, I think that's right, station wagons, I. Right? That's what, um, again, National Lampoon, I'm sure he's got one of National Lampoon. He's big well. and bulky, aren't he? I, I seen one, actually, you know, not long ago, um, round, round our way. Eh? Aye. Uh-huh. Massive, mate. Must have got imported. Like, on, like, honestly, mate, humongous. Like, you don't realise how big they are until you actually see them in the flesh. Huge. Too big. Right. It, 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 it was parked in one of our spaces, but it took up like the one in front of it as well. That's how that's how long the car is. Yeah. Fucking enormous. Absolutely enormous. Um, Stands out, man. If they're not like you know, you won't see. Them. I. I love that scene though. Not long after this, where they're in the bar, and they meet that guy who's been struck by lightning. Sixty-six. He like goes, "How many times have you been struck by lightning?" He's like six. And they go six times. He's going six. <laughs> he finally goes six, sixty-six, 66 times. times. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's so funny, man. And then obviously Candy goes for a piss. Give me what Candy says. We got for a piss. No. Time to introduce Mister Thick Dick to Mister Urinal Cake. <laughs> no, that was that Roy. Was that who did I say? Candy. Oh, did I? Ah, uh, it was Roman, wasn't it? I Roman, I at Roy. Funny as fuck. Oh, it's hilarious. I just miss a thick dick and miss a urinal cake. Like the barman bar doesn't help him. Chet's like state of mind. He's like, oh, <laughs> I bet everybody loves him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because he's like, I'm some shots. Aye, that would piss you off like 100%. That is funny. Aye, it is funny. But then, then obviously it goes to the roll in the house. They're all pissed off with each other. And then obviously the, the, the bat appears. I was just about to say, I the bat scene. Aye. I'll, I'll hate that, like, I, I hate fucking bats, like. Do you? Flying rats. I was in, I was in um, a place called Sea Houses, because my dad had a, a country house up there, and, the, and I'd be in the garden, like, on a night time, and they'd just be flying over us. I hated it. Oh, I never. Aye. Worried they were going to come suck your blood. They just don't look nice, do they? Nah, they didn't, like. They didn't. The little sound they make as well, man. Aye. Sonar. I'm not a fan. Ah, it's called sonar, I'm sure. Is it? Aye, I'm sure. But yeah, because bats are blind and they use sonar to... That sound they make, they do, so it bounces off objects so they know kind of like what's in front of them. Aye, so the bat basically wakes them all up, doesn't it? Because it got in the, the log cabin. Aye. Well, wakes one of them up. like, sort it out, Chet. Oh, yeah, sort it out. <laughs> yeah, he, he bottles it, did he? He's like, I'm a guest. Because he like goes in, shits himself, and runs back out, and then obviously like Ackroyd decides to to go in with him, didn't he? And uh, to catch the bat, it shows you all the like headgear that all decided to wear, and Ackroyd's got that like basket on his head. <laughs> Fucking so funny. But I you know, cover up masks now. I did you notice though? Um, when after they've got after the the catch it. And Atroyd runs out the house. Did you notice the Ghostbusters reference? No, no. You know? Atroyd runs out the house after the court of the bat and he goes, We got it! We got it! Like he does on Ghostbusters after the catch of that ghost. Oh, right. I wouldn't Do you think that was just a coincidence or? Nah, well, it was after the Ghostbusters. I think it was probably, it was like four years later, wasn't it? So I think he would have done it on purpose. Like, there's no way it was like, it's literally like pretty much the same shot nearly. Then we like runs out and that, like, We got it! Aye, ah, you're right. Like, he sees a line because eventually he catches the bat, and he, he he stands over it with a swatter. Aye, he 
He says, oh, like, yeah. oh, like, it's, it's been fun in games, but we need some sleep. Bang. Ah, uh, he does. <laughs> that corner killed it. Fucking fly swatter. Uh, no, I think the tennis racket killed it, didn't it? Alright, it just I just went like mad for it, wasn't it? Alright, it was just like overkill, wasn't it? That there uh, little swatter. Uh, Aye. I was going to turn me tell you off. It's just a little check back, like it's basically just like a, this is all one big family holiday that was supposed to be about Chet, John Candy, bonding with his kids and his family. Aye. Rovan Law turns up. Rovan Law from Hell, Ackroyd, who plays Aye. with him. And uh, just the whole film is just him undermining it the whole way Aye. through. 100%. It's just, it's just constant tension with, like, funny bits throughout. The funny thing is, though, it's like, like, on planes, trains, automobiles, like, Candy's the irritating one. Aye. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean to be, but he is in that film. It's where in this reversal. film, it's like, it's like, it's like Candy's obviously getting irritated by somebody else. Yeah. Candy's uh, Neil Page in this. Aye. Um, but then from there, go to the, uh, the old, the old 96er. Oh, the steak challenge. Aye. You reckon you can do it? No, nah. No way. You know, I've taught me. I've bought two slices of pizza and I'm done. Well, me, right? If it tastes nice, like if, if it's like, oh my God, it's unreal. I might be able to do it. Do you know what I mean? But if it's yeah. like, if, if it's like, oh, it's all right, then, I'll not, then I know I won't be able to do it. Do you know what I mean? But if every mouthful's unreal, you try, you, you can get more in. Think about what that looked like. It was just pure steak. I could not eat 96 pounds of pure steak. Aye. You probably need to be fair, like. But um, it's it's one of those. Like, I watched it when I was starving. I could, I, I just thought, fuck me, I need that like hundred percent. It's a great family challenge, like because everyone like sees that it's going on and they will like get up from the barn, go and see what's going on. Well, usually in films like that, when you see stuff like that happening, like crowds of people like holding around, you, you always like, kind of go like, that would never happen. But when you watch Man vs. Food, that's exactly what happens. Right, Suddenly starts like getting close to the end of a challenge. A little crowd starts forming around him and like cheering him on or whatever, and that's what happened to him. But the good thing about that '96er, not that it's real, is there was no chips. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of these challenges now, you, have to, eat, you have to eat the chips as well, and that's where the that's, that's the difference. That's why I'm kind of thinking like '96 pounds of meat possibility because there's no chips. It's the carbs I feel you. Look yeah. at me, pure fat, pure fat bastard experience here. Um, but that, that's how they get you, fucking chips. But he just had to, it's funny though, because he's like crawling up the like, the weight as, uh, oh, is it actually he's crawling up? Like, because uh, the, 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 um, the chef's there, isn't he? Aye. He's like saying he's not done yet. Aye. He needs to eat the fat and that. Fucking then Roman's like, no problem. Do you think you could throw in a few hats? Yeah. You're like, he gets carried out, doesn't he? And he's like got his like t-shirt and his hat on, just like ill. Oh, aye. Max. But the, the, you, you know, go on. The return back to the log cabin and um. Just, just, just quickly before we go further in the film, just a few. I don't know if it's a few weeks later after that film was shot. Um, that where the, where the eight and ninety six of that restaurant actually burnt down. Did it? Aye, burnt down. Aye, not long after after the, the Great Outdoors was filmed there. The fucking restaurant burned down. They've built, they've rebuilt it since, and they've got like memorabilia for the film and photos of the original restaurant and all that kind of stuff inside the new restaurant. But yeah. uh, I, not long after that scene was shot, the the restaurant burned down. It's crazy that way. Berserk. I was going to say like after that, like they obviously the return of the log cabin and them, um, them skunks. Is it skunks? Uh um, they've like straight struck again. Raccoons. Aye. Uh, 
They've gone through the bins. Oh, I'm sure it's raccoons. They're getting the log cabin and just create a right mess. Yeah, they do, I. And he just hoys up, didn't he? Trash the place. <laughs> he they... hoys up, I'm sure. Well, they, they always have a bit crap between each other. They, they have a few funny lines. In fact, one, raccoons at one of the point actually says, like, about the hot dogs just being lips and assholes. Aye, uh, like a reference to what they were saying. Aye. Which is uh, funny. Um, from there, that's where it goes to the... Well, the back of the thing with Jim. Um, Canny's trying to set a fire, isn't he? Oh, what, is this where the fallout? Aye, uh, it's where the fallout. But just... just but, the, It was like the straw that brought the camels back. Is as Candy's trying to like light the fire, um, Atroid goes, You don't crumple newspaper, you twist it, twist it. you twist it. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be brilliant, man. That is class. And that's what that, that, that's like the straw that brought the camels back, basically, and then a few dogmen comes out. Ah, uh, because he says, like, no one, like, uh, uh, Roman says to his wife, You're right, Candy, but we should have went to um, Europe, we would have had a better time, I know that. Aye, uh, imagine. That would, that would literally boil your blood, wouldn't it? Like, he's come, ruined your time. Oh, and then said he would have had a better time somewhere else. Oh, my God, that would that would boil your blood, like. That's why he says to him, like, I don't remember anyone inviting you, do you know what I mean? Aye, 100%. So what are you trying to say? Come on. Class. <laughs> Aye, class. You just can't take it. Aye. That, that's where, but then, obviously, that's when you find out. Actually, actually, should we leave it there? Or should we skip the pot? I was about to say, because obviously you find out something about that right there. I think it's, <laughs> the story's too good not to tell, like, where he, where he tries to, like, you know, when he tells the story about the John at the wedding. Aye, go on. With the um, Roman, like, obviously, like, he says, I wasn't going to say this, but I came up here to sort of, like, solicit, like, 25,000 out of you. Aye. And uh, I, um, Candy's like, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> And he says to him, oh, what was it? Do you remember him such and such as wedding in the John, a certain conversation? And he's like, no, I don't recall that. You said, and I quote, that Roman Craig is a crooked son of a bitch. <laughs> and he says, like, you might think I'm made of armors and nails, man, but when I cut, something like that, I cut hard right. or something like that. And that cut me. That is hilarious. <laughs> Candy's like, him. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Roman. I had no idea. I had a lot to drink that night. Then he goes, Roman goes, I don't want to hold grudges. Aye. I can forgive and forget. <laughs> it's fucking I, clever, I, though. I still, I still want to involve you in this um, in this deal. I was, it's funny because he says, oh, I was sitting at work and that and I was devising a shortlist who I want to involve in this. Aye. <laughs> you can tell he must be like a salesman or something because he, he's got, got a good talking game. And a good pitch. Aye. But this is after he, because he like stopped on our ass and then he get he gets the, the, the check, didn't he? Yeah, he does. And then, and, then, and then he storms out the leave and then and then like his wife's like obviously blind, like doesn't realise what's going on either. He, like he's, he's kept her in the dark and she's like going, how you said like big and chat up how amazing he is and he's such a kind guy and like, you can see that right like it was his a turmoil thing. like oh ah. god was such a big thing of him to like write out a check aye when he when he blatantly can't afford it himself and blah 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 I wouldn't so be he, surprised if that's the kids college funds and all that aye so he hits, he hits the 180 heads back and then tells him the crack like look I'm broke so it was that fraud. aye aye and then that's well, when uh, this is <laughs> this is what makes me like 
not laugh, but like him and his wife go in, like ridiculous storm outside. They leave the kids in the car. Class. Do you know what I mean? Again, classic 80s. Like when you watch, I don't know if you've seen Mad Max lately. But I watched Mad Max like like a year or so ago. And they've got like a, like a, it must be like a six month old baby, maybe a bit older. Definitely, definitely longer, younger than a year. Just sat in the back seat. No car seat, no seat belt. Just sat and just just driving a boot, and I just thought, what the fuck? What was that, Mel Gibson or Tom Hardy one? Mel Gibson. Oh, that's what I'm saying, like the like eighties eighties stuff, fucking berserk. And obviously, so they've gone in, in the storm, left the kids in the car, which is crazy, especially yeah. when them them kids are getting up and they good all the time. And yeah. obviously, and then obviously that's when the they get out of there and, and scarp by down the fucking slide. Oh, I saw it because like you're saying there's a storm and the twins just run out the car, don't they? Aye. And they come across a... Like a mine like shaft, isn't it? Like a mine shaft with slats of wood across it, like a, a pathetic attempt to sort of close it off. Aye. And the, and the slide down the thing. I think we should leave it there, you know, so they can uncover the rest themselves. Aye, otherwise we'll just tell them the whole thing. There's, there's some good Aye. moments here, like we're, we're left out. Aye. Because the idea is for people to want to watch it themselves, isn't it? Aye, 100%. Which, which I think 95% of the listeners end up re-watching the films that, that, that we discuss. Yeah. Um, I had a, we had a new listener yesterday. Um, managed, to get the, managed to get a hold of the twins, which baffled me because it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be uh, accessible anymore. The infamous pilot episode. Aye. Well, I, I can't even access it now because I've deleted it. So how it's still out there for the masses baffles me. But anyway, they reached out. And um, said as a result of the podcast, of the felt inclined to watch Twins. And that's what this is all about, mate. Do you know what I mean educating the masses on eighties, eighties, nineties classics? I love Twins. I, I put that. Is it um, was it at Dave Lee Richards? He uh, asked me with top five Arnie films. Yeah, and, uh, and Twins is like number two for me. It's because I've seen it as as a kid at the pictures. It just I it was an unreal it, watch at the time. That's it. That's how it ranks so highly in my Arnie. Film. Well, that's that, That's what it is. I mean, a lot, a lot of time these top these top five like lists, um, are it, it's it's personal preference, obviously, but there's always a reason behind films' positions. Like, right. not many people would put Kindergarten Cop in their top five Arnie flicks, and people probably roll their eyes like you're fucking joking. But I, I was like. I was watching like Kindergarten Cop when I was like seven years old. I've, I've watched it all the way. Like, do you know what I mean? I've I've been brought up watching that film. Great watch. Aye, it is a great watch. Watching watching put one, one of one of the best lines as well. Like, what was it? My name is John Kimball, and I love my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a class film. Aye, unreal film. I, oh, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it anyway. And um, we should do that actually one of the times. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it all, it all depends on what 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 your upbringing was and all that kind of stuff like you like twins as well i watched twins as a young'un um and i've watched that a few times growing up so that was that was immediate top five but like for for the great outdoors which we've just reviewed i feel like you know i always see that line about it's the best kept secret like i think it is a kept secret in regards comedy films like not many people have seen it i i hadn't even heard of it until you mentioned it last year yeah and then and then i watched it and I enjoyed it that much. I bought the DVD, which you which you, you have. And then you bought, then you borrowed it to me. And then I told you to download it. <laughs> Cheeky fucking. Um, 
So the so <laughs> so the Great Outdoors, uh, PG rated, um, and was runtime of one hour twenty six. Oh, so right around right around that sweet spot. That magic ninety minute mark. That magic ninety minute mark. Aye. Ding. Love it. Aye, unreal, unreal. But um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. If you haven't seen it, I would I would definitely recommend watching it, especially like put a smile on your face while we're in lockdown. Do you know what I mean? Like definitely a good comedy to, to watch. Uh, rating. Um, I'll probably give it like a seven out of ten. Oh, I I seven eight. Class. Aye. If anyone's got any requests of movies they'd like to see me and Nicky review, please drop me a line. Aye, 100%. Um, he, he's 90s, obviously. Aye, he's 90s is, is the, the recommend, well, is the, the necessity. Is that the word, necessity? But I, I would send me a tweet, drop me an email, uh, whatever it is you want to do, and let me know what film you want me to watch. Um, I do think 48 hours is... is Got to be on the horizon because that was suggested um, a while ago. Yeah, I, so film, I, I haven't seen it, <laughs> so that's a, <laughs> that's another good reason to date. Classic Nicky hasn't seen it. You love it, but um, other than that, mate, I think that's uh, that's a wrap. Cool. <laughs> Enjoyed reviewing Great Outdoors. Hundred percent. Um, I think we'll just keep these podcasts coming. Fingers crossed. We'll uh, like I say we'll discuss what we're gonna do next, and then uh, we'll we'll announce it on Twitter. Other than that, though, peace out. Be excellent to each other. Stay safe. Stay indoors.